1: This message is intended as a reminder that we are not licensed professionals, not psychiatrists or psychologists. If you have a serious problem, please seek professional help. The National Suicide Hotline is 1 800 273 8255. That's 1 800 273 8255.
2: Mike, check one, two. <clears throat> Mike, check one, two. Hearing all these letters read aloud by damsels not in distress. Host came to impress. Bitch, check your DMs. This is off the press.
1: Hello, Chloe. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. Um, so successful lately.
2: How does I've it been successful lately. Yeah. I did find out that a pilot I wrote was what is it, the quarterfinalist round of a screenplay cool. competition? The number one. Yeah, which we talk about a lot that we don't like to rely on external validation for things because it's a little bit fleeting. But I will say it was somewhat validating because I feel like I'm kind of, it's something I've always wanted to do. But, you know, writing it was the first time I had written anything like that. I was, you know, Googling how to format it googling how many pages it should be you know all this stuff and it's kind of like shooting in the dark a little bit because it's not something I ever like learned in school or you know I was kind of talking to my friend about how this kind of path like isn't really encouraged as much you know like I think our parents, like I love my parents, but they were just very hardworking. Like my mom was a nurse, my dad was a mechanic, this kind of stuff was never like, not, not that it wasn't on the table for me. I think if I, you know, had really realized it younger, they would have encouraged it. But um, you're kind of just like sent on this traditional path in life. So whenever you do something creative, and you get a little bit of validation from it, it's nice. Do you have any siblings? I do. I have an older brother who also wrote a screen a screenplay for a short film that was accepted into a lot of festivals. So
1: uh-huh.
2: there's something in our genes that is calling us to do this. Um,
1: yeah, you've been having some weeks, I feel like, where you were feeling like stagnant a little bit in your career. So I feel like when you get something like this, it's really nice because it shows you that you're following the path for you.
2: It's nice. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, I mean, it is external validation, but it is kind of in a better way than it would be if I was trying to get it off of a man I was dating, I would say, you know? pick your battles. Yeah, exactly. Anyway,
1: how are you? I'm good. The seasons are changing here. It is currently raining. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like with the seasons changing, I probably just ha- am like developing a seasonal cold or something. But um, starting to feel like, not stuffy, but like a little scratchy, maybe. But I did get tested for COVID on Tuesday, just because I, you know, have been doing that occasionally. But I was negative, so I need to get over it. But I'm like, maybe my symptoms haven't developed all the way. Like, maybe I need to go get a rapid today. So I feel like just living in this age of corona is difficult because it's like, you still can get all the same seasonal illnesses that you could get before Corona, but now you also get to be concerned that you could have
2: COVID. Speaking of seasons and signs and moons, we're so excited about our guest today.
1: Yes. So you're Gemini. And do you feel like you identify heavily with Gemini? I do.
2: Yeah. I think I've heard that they kind of get a bad rap of like, just like, getting along with everyone and not really having their own personality and I don't know I I do think I get along with a lot of people and I think I'm kind of a social butterfly but um I don't know I I wouldn't want to be anyone else you know I feel like I I, you know I like my personality but what about your cancer energy?
1: Yeah I have always identified so heavily with cancer just like being sensitive and I mean, we've talked about it before, like kind of, I like to give advice. I like to be there for people and be sort of nurturing and people come to me for that often. So I've always identified really heavily with it. And yeah, I like it. I,
2: I think that's what I put out and maybe it's not, but I like it. Well, I think he can give us a lot more details on our signs. I know that the sun sign isn't the end all be all. So be curious to hear what he has to say. So on that note, let's go talk to Hollow. So we are here today with Hollow, who is an astrologist and spiritual guru. So thank you so much for coming on today.
0: I'm glad to be here. And
2: I found you on TikTok where you're doing, you're doing amazing, sweetie. (laughs) (laughs) When did you start your TikTok journey?
0: Honestly, like everybody, when I first started on TikTok, you know, I was learning like the stupid dances and like the cringe videos and things like that. Um, About a year ago in September, but I didn't really start like, you know, making tarot videos and things like that and putting my spiritual notes on there until about, I'd say about like April or May this year. And that's when like, I really started getting noticed and, and getting picked up. Yeah.
1: And had you been doing all of that stuff before you were on TikTok?
0: yeah i've been doing it for a long time my friends were always the ones that they'd come to to like have them read their astrological charts and like numerology and like for years and then came like me doing tarot card readings for them and stuff like that and i realized it was like one day i just kind of clicked i was like why don't i just like do this online like i could do this for people and then that really started to pick up and grab a lot of attention and then um, talking about spiritual topics like um, astral projection, lucid dreaming, um, sleep paralysis, um, those kinds of things. That's what really kind of like gained a lot more traction. Yeah.
2: Well, I was going to say, I've seen Insidious, which doesn't paint that stuff in like a great light. So I don't know. How did you uh, initially get into Hollywood.
0: that? I mean, there are some, once um, you really begin to, especially for people who are psychics and mediums and can channel those types of energy, um, there are like the dark sides of that yeah you are going to deal with um, you know lower dimensional beings low vibrational things that really don't have your best interest in mind but for the most part when it comes to astral projection that's more so of a spiritual tool that um you kind of get through after like you know um learning how to meditate and accomplish like other phases of consciousness um but it's, it's pretty cool <laughs>
1: what made you get interested in learning about it in the beginning
0: what first sparked my interest was um, well I don't know to be honest I've always like since a kid like I've just science has just been something that's naturally came easy to me I've never failed science it's just naturally like efforts to sleep and something that I'm good at and um I don't know I would say that first like when I would really like First started like liking it was, um, whenever in school back in like eighth or ninth grade when we learned about astronomy and the solar system. I really like got like really into it. I remember talking to my teacher afterwards, and she was like, "You know, we're all like kind of after like a certain star in the sky, and you can see your constellation of who you are." And she introduced me into astrology, and I was just like, ever since then, it was like opening up Pandora's box, and I just like found the key to everything and um i mean i just really loved it
1: i love stories about how teachers inspire you to like follow different paths because i feel like teachers are so influential in our like past and deciding where you want to go like i had a drama teacher who was super involved in um and i remember she would like stay late and make sure i was working on my college auditions and stuff so i feel like it's so nice when people give credit to their teachers but yeah I wanna know what you have to say to people who think that all astrology stuff is BS. I just
0: wanna say, um <laughs> It's not. The stars and planets are real and energy is real. Energy can't be created or destroyed and everything vibrates and, you know, radiates and projects energy. Planets and the stars do the exact same thing. And wherever those planets and stars are placed and wherever Earth is placed means that we're going to pick up on those frequencies and we're going to pick up on those energies and vibrations, then it is going to affect us. Um, knowing what those planets are and what those vibrations and energies are can bring a lot of um, clarity to a lot of aspects and situations and questions that people have in their life which I really do feel like could be helpful um, I know that some people just think it's mumbo jumbo, but um, it's not just, you know, I'm a Virgo at the end of the day or I'm a Capricorn or a Leo or anything like that. Gemini. There's a lot more that comes like deep with it. There's so many different types of astrology. You have tropical, sidereal, Vedic, um, Western, Eastern. That. Um, that really are based on so many different things so even if you just don't believe in you know the um oh i'm a virgo and i'm going to have a good day today or my boyfriend's going to break up with me like those kinds of things like there really is like realistic like meaning and science behind it that really does back it up um if you really look more into it
2: and before i ask the basic white girl question of what's your sign <laughs> um, <laughs> kind of want to go into it a little bit because I've heard some different things and I heard that your sun sign actually isn't your full personality it's a little bit more of like your rising signs and um, your moon signs so could you give like kind of a brief overview just kind of of the astrology scene maybe some things that you see people getting wrong whenever they're talking about their signs
0: yeah so one thing um too that a lot of people really kind of just I'll, I'll kind of just like go through like a little walkthrough instead of just yes. like, so I feel like that would bring a lot more clarity because I feel like some people kind of confuse the meanings between, you know, your sun, your moon, your rising. So to kind of just walk like through it, um, I would first off say that your sun sign is probably the most useless <laughs> sign in general. I mean, it's the one that everybody knows and it's Bye. the one that everybody gets excited <laughs> about, but it really is like the most useless. Um sign it really just um dictates you know your ego your characteristics um you know your solid foundations basically who you are as an individual and um like your the traditions that you're upbringing what makes you you at the end of the day, um your moon sign is what the moon your or actually yeah the moon rules over, <laughs> um your emotions your feelings, um how you process those things how you. Um, communicate with other people as well. So your moon sign is basically how you um, adapt to those things um, and how you take on those feelings and emotions in that sign. Um, and then also then you have your rising sign. So your rising sign is basically, people say this is the mask, but I like to say that this is like the energy you like to go out to the universe. So this is how you come across to people. And this is also um, the sign that predicts what energy is coming into your life. So how you're going to be affected by the universe and by the energies around you, surrounding you. Um, So whenever you're looking at your horoscope and you're looking at, you know, what's coming into my life and you're looking at you know maps and stuff like that you would really want to look for your rising sign most because that's what's going to be accurate into what's actually going to happen in your life i mean you're looking at your horoscope to see your future you don't want to see like i said your sun sign what's happening to you on the inside people actually want to know you know what's coming into my life what's happening what's in my future so that's what you want to read in your rising sign um if you want to know why you're feeling off or how you're going to be feeling in the future, I would say then read your moon sign. But yeah, your sun sign's (laughs) really probably the most useless. It just shows up like your characteristics, like what your personality type is basically.
1: But that's useful, right? That's
0: useful in choosing friends. Yeah, I'd say that. (laughs) But I mean, at the end of the day, when it comes to wanting to know things about like what's coming into you, then yeah, it's not gonna do much. (laughs)
1: Do you have a favorite website that people can use to figure out their moon and rising? Or how do you think is the best way for people who just know their sun sign?
0: I really don't even trust most of the apps anymore. Um, But I mean, there are a few good ones. I know Nebula is a good app. Um, That one will honestly break down or, or personally walk you through your own personal chart. All you need to know is your birthday um, the time you were born, and the city you were born. And that's all. And it'll break down your life path number, which is in numerology, um, which is beautiful. I love that it walks people through numerology. Um, and it also walks you through your own personal chart. So it walks you through the houses, um, the different placements, the planets, what they mean. Um, it lets you know your polarity. So it lets you know if you have feminine energy or masculine energy um, or if it's mutable things like that
2: and i don't mean to put you on the spot but not a co-star fan i didn't hear that
0: Um, I did use CoStar. I don't have anything against it. It's just personally, I just don't like, you know, um, if you go to any astrologist, they'll probably like kind of tell you like this kind of sucks, like having to read their charts. It doesn't show you, you know, all the entire wheel or all 12 houses. It only focuses on where your signs are and what houses they are. And it groups them together and kind of clusters and doesn't really show you, you know, like, the entire grid of what degrees they are and things like that. And that's really important when reading your chart. I mean, it's good for people who are like absolute beginners that really just want to like dip their toe in the pond. I would recommend co but if you're someone that's like really trying to get, you know, invested and like really want to learn about astrology and maybe numerology because it really does go hand in hand. I would definitely say probably use Nebula.
2: And I was going to say, can you walk us through numerology a little bit for beginners?
0: of <laughs> course um, so um in numerology um a lot of people like to ask me like oh what are you what are the angel numbers that i'm getting or i've been seeing 444 or 1111 or i keep seeing my birthday and what does that mean um well <laughs> numerology is very impactful um numbers play a big role when it comes to i mean creation when it comes to um religion um god i could really go on about especially like the number three and um three six and nine and the significance of it i'm not sure if you guys have ever heard the quote by nikola tesla that he said um once you figure out the key um between three six and nine then you have the key to the universe those three numbers are so powerful so significant um they also hold the numbers in between the golden ratio um but in numerology how it affects us also going in alignment with astrology is that we all have five core numbers that makes us up as a whole it's basically kind of our genetic blueprint of what we're sitting here to do and what's our destiny here on earth and why we've incarnated here on the physical plane and um you have your first you have your life path number and your life path number basically signifies what your life path is what you're sitting here to do why you're here what's your experience in this lifetime it goes through one through nine or it can go through eleven twenty two or thirty three which are the only master numbers um I've had people tell me that they're life path 44, and I'm just like, no, you're life path 8. You have to keep reducing down to either 1 through 9 or 11, 22 or 23. And lots of those can mean lots of different things. Um, For example, if you're a life path 3, these people are gifted with the spiritual gift of creation. So being able to be artists, um, writers, dancers, singers, actors, um, performers, entertainers. Um, people who have a life path six they are meant to unleash unconditional loves these people are therapists veterinarians doctors um, things like that Um, people who are life path eight were meant to incarnate into this lifetime and experience the luxuries and the light Um, experience the nice and finer things being rich experiencing abundance the nice like the Finer things in life, to be honest. <laughs> um, and then you have people who are um, 11, 22, and 33, which are star seeds, people who are indigo child, um, crystal children. Um, yep. Andromedan star seeds, Pleiadians, people like that who are sent here on a mission to really help change humanity for the better and the more positive, and into a more better, easier place to live and making this life, the world a more better place. Um, I can really go on and on and on about life paths. Um, and then you have your birthday number, which shows like, you know, your talents, of um, hidden talents and um, gifts that you've incarnated from from past lives and while you've been reincarnating, So gifts that you've had, um, you know from past lives and things like that then you have your destiny number expression number and your personality number there's a whole lot it's really deep i mean i can it's a really long time to really go through it all but um those are basically like your five core numbers and your five core numbers will let you know like what you've been sitting here to do um those readings are take quite a long time i, I do them as well in like my own services of my own like um business and stuff but Um, It's really interesting, and it really helps um, people really understand astrology a lot more. It really does go hand in hand.
2: I didn't know all that, so I feel like I'm learning so much.
1: And how would you figure out your numerology?
0: Um... I would honestly say going to a psychic, going to someone that's been studying that. Um, I've been studying numerology for a long time since I was a teenager. But like, if you really think like astrology will tell you about yourself, like numerology will drag you. Like, it will really tell you like some dark things, like why you are depressed, why you're obsessed with people, why you have like the cravings that you do to do certain things. Um, it really will open your eyes if you're like really going through a spiritual awakening.
1: So I feel like I've always been afraid of seeing a psychic because I'm afraid to like know my future, you know, but it sounds like there's more you can do from seeing a psychic than just that bit
0: yeah there's so much more honestly people think when they come to me that i'm going to be like channeling spirits and then like telling them like you're gonna die on the 27th of october like no that's not what's gonna happen i literally do like so many different like me for example i do astrology chart readings um numerology readings twin flame soulmate readings um i do channel i do mediumship as well um past life career general future Um, things like that. I do palm readings as well. Um, People just want to sit down and ask questions. Um, I also do that. It's so much more than, you know, just communicating with the dead. It's honestly so much more than that. Um, And not only that, um, a lot of people, too, end up finding or learning a lot more about themselves, or learning more about, you know, just wanting to dip the toe, they end up, like, loving it, and I end up opening a door for them. And, i really just kind of like like that i think that's more like beautiful like part about it
2: yeah if someone's setting up an appointment with you for the first time is there something that you kind of like encourage them to do or just and i know you do tarot cards too right
0: yeah i do tarot oracle cardomancy, all of those i like to incorporate those in all of my readings to help me really just like make the most accurate predictions as well um as long as like as well as i'm channeling and using my psychic abilities i also do like to use my intuition as well and using those cards really do help me find a lot more clarity and also what's going on with that individual and what's going on in their environment things like that
1: but i do want to know what your sign is
0: <laughs> my signs um i'm a virgo sign i'm on aquarius moon and a sagittarius rising very complex very complex three signs that are very opposite from each other <laughs> yeah feel
1: like you resonate with one the most
0: i would honestly say i resonate with them at certain times i'd like to say that like i mean my sagittarius side is the part of me that's like fun outgoing like social it makes me like a social light a social butterfly connects with people um the aquarius side of me is like the more like side of me that likes to party and like hang out with friends and like you know do like a lot of fun stuff but also like be there and be healing and then the, the virgo side of me is just like the part of me that keeps the glue together that like keeps getting work done that like grinds and things like that so when i'm like i'm not being responsible that's the responsible side of me <laughs> yeah.
1: but you said virgo that would be the one that's like your
0: personality
1: right like the job friends with and
0: stuff so i'm very like i would say like i'm yeah i'm a very down-to-earth genuine person um, very easygoing um very grounded <laughs> like i don't know i don't really cause issues with anyone i never fight with anyone i never cause issues i've never like had problems with anyone
2: okay so i know i'm a gemini double pisces gemini is my son and then wow, double pisces. you're
0: extra psychic <laughs> really um people who have double signs that means that you guys have um you guys carry on some kind of spiritual gift or ability which can range from range from any of the clairs to being a telepath to any of the psychos um having psychometry or being psycho or um clara audient cleric sentient cleric cognizant telecommunicative or having the uh, the ability to be um give telepathic imprints as well. You guys have, there's so many different ranges as well when it comes to people who are double signs. Um, But Gemini's are also one of my favorite um, signs as well. Most of my best friends are like closest relationships have been with Gemini's.
2: That's so funny. I feel like, okay, it's interesting because I've dated Pisces men before and I have not gotten along with them, which is interesting to me that I'm also like a double Pisces. I don't know if you have any insight into that. Why (laughs) I don't get along like actual Pisces men? Well,
0: Pisces men are very, very, very um, how do I put this?
2: Terrible. Passive (laughs) aggressive. I'm kidding.
0: (laughs) They're very passive aggressive. Um, people, there's like this thing you're saying that Pisces are very weak. They're very soft, like they're wuss. like they don't stand up for themselves. But it's kind of true because they're very passive aggressive. They like to just show their anger out in like different ways as well. Um, Gemini's, you guys are very, you guys are ruled over the planet of Mercury, which is all about your intellect, communication. Communication is very key. When Pisces are angry, they don't like to communicate. They like to just act out of their actions they like to just like let you figure it out um, which can be very annoying especially for someone who's a moon pisces and a rising pisces so you take that energy you're very receptive um and very um your rising Pisces are also very magnetic and charming as well um but they're very um communicative as well you guys are moon children and you operate off the moon and so that really hurts your emotions you guys um don't like when your emotions are Played with or toyed with. Um, if someone's not being blunt or straightforward, you don't like to play mind games. You guys like to kind of get straight to the point and let it be known, like, this is how I feel. Why aren't you talking to me? Like, let's work it out. Like, let's do something. Um, I would really kind of like to know his rising sign or moon sign. I feel like that would also bring a lot more clarity, but just stemming off of them being a Pisces as well. Um, just kind of going off the roots of them, um, they don't really kind of like to communicate. They kind of like to bottle things in and internalize a lot, kind of just hermit away their feelings and suffer in silence. So that could be another reason of why you guys wouldn't mix. I would really say with, for Gemini, your perfect match would probably be um, either a Libra or a Virgo, someone that shares the same Mercury with you.
2: Okay. I'm going to write that down. Libra and Virgo. Okay. <laughs> put it on my dating app profile. If you're not a Libra or Virgo, don't talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> I know you were talking about that you do a little bit of like twin flames and soul flames. Can you take us down that a little bit and how you determine that and what the difference Yeah, I get
0: that asked a lot. So lots of people <laughs> ask like my, if my in their current relationship, they're like, oh, so I think my husband or my boyfriend or my fiance, I think this is my twin flame and he's the one and like this is the half of my soul and just like, okay like the cards are saying something else and i'm kind of picking up from like some ancestral energy from your angels that like this person kind of isn't um so so i really kind of walked through the difference of twin flames and soulmates i actually made a video on this the other day to kind of bring more clarity on it um but okay so to touch on twin flames so twin flames are okay so If you're a twin flame, I'm trying to just like start from the beginning. Um, So twin flames means that before you incarnated here on the earthly realm, your soul decided that it needed to split into the divine feminine and the divine masculine. And when you both incarnated here on earth, your entire life path and purpose is to find each other and to unite. Because if you don't and you don't find each other and you continue on into this lifetime and, you know, working on yourself and not finding a twin flame, your energy is just going to continue to break and break and break and dissolve until it finally like settles like i said energy cannot be created or destroyed it just becomes residual at the end of the day um So the whole purpose of Twin Flames are to really unite and to really come together so that way your soul unites and it comes together and when you pass on in this lifetime, you begin to repair your soul and begin to move on as you keep going into reincarnation and moving on and on. Um, Twin Flame relationships can be very magnetic. They can be very powerful, very intense. signs of you seeing or being with your twin flame is seeing repeated numbers angel numbers um finishing each other's sentences sharing dreams um dreaming about each other um having telepathic um a telepathic relationship as well um these relationships are very psychic um uh, at the same time you guys end up sharing the same spirit guys the same guardian angels um To kind of deter from the difference where this can get really confused is with soulmate relationships and karmic relationships is more so where um, you and this individual were just meant to cross paths. Here in the physical plane, your whole souls, your soul didn't have to split in between the divine feminine and masculine. But before we moving on to soul, um, um, soulmates, another thing with twin flames, whenever I do say splitting in between the divine feminine and the divine masculine, I'm talking about energies and polarities. Um, When we talk about polarities, especially in astrology, polarities means um, how your energy comes across. So one energy, you know, is assertive, it's masculine. This means that it's assertive, aggressive, it's linear. Um, If your energy is divine feminine, this means that it's magnetic, it's open, it's receptive, and it's also um, circular, um, meaning that, you know, it takes in, it's not linear. Also showing in life to kind of be more literal and visual. Um, And together that breaks in one soul. We all are one. Um, Whenever you're in a soulmate relationship, your soul isn't like that. It didn't have to split. You're all in one unity. So whenever you cross paths with another individual, that's also a whole soul. When you guys cross paths, you guys are crossing paths to really help build each other spiritually and to build each other consciously and through your evolution of your life paths. Most people who enter soulmate relationships or karmic relationships, karmic relationships mean that you and this individual keep crossing paths Um, no matter how many times you reincarnate so in all your past lives you guys have probably gotten married been boyfriend girlfriend had problematic um engagements um helped each other been best friends you and this individual will continue to cross paths no matter how many times um you reincarnate that's all part of karmic relationships but so many relationships means that in this lifetime you are meant to run into this person and this person's coming into your life, and you're coming into this person's life to teach them something that's going to help them evolve spiritually and help them into this next karmic um, cycle that's coming into their life. Or this new chapter or this new life cycle that they're enjoying so I many relationships also at the same time to um aren't like twin flames where you can't live with this person or you can't live without this person in a twin flame relationship if you end up fighting with this individual you're just like you know when we go with our friends we're just like screw him i hate him like he's trash like we're never going back like you're gonna pick up on that same energy of like He hates me. He's never coming back to me. Like, you're going to feel that same pain because you share that same soul with that person. You can't live with that individual. So, we're in a soulmate relationship. If you break up with them, you're kind of fine. You can move on with them. You can move on. Your soul doesn't necessarily need them because your souls complete without them you don't necessarily need them at the end of the day it was more so of a lesson for you two to kind of teach each other something and when it reaches a climax then you move on to that and you sever ties or you don't sever ties you either just keep the friendship for what it is or things change over time growth is the one thing that really helps all three relationships or is the goal with all three relationships um karmic soulmate or twin form the whole point of them is to grow expand and so, really, just grow our consciousness and grow our auric field and grow our energy.
2: Well, that's so interesting. Because I feel like you always hear people being like, oh, that's my soulmate. And it's like, okay, well, that doesn't mean that's your forever person, though. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there's so much like a deeper meaning behind them um and also i mean getting into sex as well sharing that between twin flame relationships and soulmate and karmic relationships oh my god um really can help you figure out also what kind of relationship you're dealing with um I mean, it's a sacral energy exchange. So um, exchanging that energy and sacral energy with other people. Um, studying Buddhism and Hinduism and Kabbalah as well, in the Jewish. Learning about those like really opened my eyes to all of that.
1: Guys, I figured it out. Okay. Okay, so Cancer is my sun. Ascendant, Libra. And Moon is Leo. And it said to send you the chart, so I put the chart in the chat. <laughs>
0: Okay, well, so you're a rising Libra. So, Libras, to give you a rundown of Libras in a nutshell, Um, most celebrities are Libras. I don't want to say that. Libras are all about experiencing the nicer, finer things in life, being successful in all areas. Um, emotionally, financially, spiritually, physically, um, mentally, emotionally, um, really all in those areas. Um, You guys also do love to find the balance in everything. So fairness is one rule that you strongly live by and that you guys really um, implement in your goals as well. Um, With you also well, no, just still touch on Libra. But that also being your rising sign, so it's the energy that you come across. Um, Libras do tend up to come across bitchy at times. Um, they can come off very, like, snarky or very, like, just prissy. But that's just because you guys know what you want. Um, Libras also is a masculine sign. Um, it's a very assertive, linear energy. So whenever you're coming into um, a room or whenever you walk into a room, it's very aggressive. It's very... um. I wouldn't say impressive, but it's very noticeable. People notice your presence when you walk into a room. Um, You also do, um, you did say you are a moon um, Leo and a Cancer?
1: Cancer, Sun, Moon Leo, yeah.
0: Yeah, so Leos carry this light about them. They have this bubbly energy. Um, So emotionally, you guys bring about this happiness, this joy, um, this like lightful energy, this inner child kind of just bubbly vibe about you um cancers are also very are also moon children um they operate under the moon um they're very intuitive they're very psychic as well um following pisces so the reason that could be a big reason of why you guys kind of bond. um your solid foundations i'm um, kind of bringing bring you um, a strong intuition so an active third eye chakra and her being a double pisces automatically represents she has an active throat chakra and um active third eye chakra as well um cancers do also um have active crown chakras too when they age into their early 20s um moving into their spiritual awakenings you guys often are gifted with claircognizance and um clara so psychic feelings so feeling the entity or presence of other spirits or your guiding angels or your spirit guides whenever they're around you or ancestors that might have passed and also psychic knowing psychic knowing is claircognizant so not knowing when things are going to happen but you might have very vivid prophetic dreams you guys um often experience deja vu a lot more frequently than other people do um these people may have visions of the future or visions of things that are about to happen um for example um i also do have the psychic ability so for me this would maybe play out as like um, waking up one morning and not doing my routine, or just like mm, I might switch something up, so I'm just kind of feels weird. I might not go that way to work today, and me not going that way to work today, there was a five car pile up and an accident and a truck happening. But like me going a different way and watching the news was like, wow, like actually, like I just kind of knew something was off. I knew something was going to happen. That's a sign of Um, Lots of cancers carry that ability. <laughs> cancers, Pisces, Scorpio, most water signs are very psychic. Um, You guys operate under the moon. The moon influences um, the water here. It influences our tides. It influences the nights as well. So you guys are also moon children, night children.
1: That was actually very accurate, and I liked that a lot. Okay, now we're finding out my boyfriend. He is a Capricorn sun, a Taurus ascendant, and a Sagittarius moon.
0: Okay, wow. So you said he's a Capricorn sun. The Capricorns, like I was just saying, they're um, very hardworking individual. That's a very masculine energy. Um, when it comes to his three placements, when it comes to personality, um, Capricorn, what was his moon? Sagittarius.
1: He is a Sagittarius moon and a Taurus ascendant.
0: Wow, well, yeah. All masculine energy, okay? <laughs> so he's very masculine, very assertive. Um, his um, energy is very dominant. Um, people who have um, very uh, masculine energies typically have a red aura or carry a red aura energy. I'm willing to bet he might have a um, red aura. A way for you to check is when you go home, stand him up against a red wall and just look for a tingent of a line around his skin. And it should give off color. Yeah, it should give off a color. Um, And it should be very faint. It'll either be, it can read from blue, pink, violet, white, gold, red green yellow it radiates stems off the chakras so if you pull up a picture of the chakras and then you just look at him against the wall you'll begin to see one of those colors i promise you um if you go on my page i'll have have like lots of color wall
1: or it has to be a specific color it has
0: to be a white wall um other colors could tamper with like what it looks like things like that but um yeah but he has a lot of masculine energy um representing his um three signs like that um which represents that he's a very bold individual as well um these people typically want to leave legacies they want to work for themselves or they're very hard-working individuals and very headstrong um with him being a capricorn as well um (laughs) capricorns are very um I don't want to say sensitive, but they're very emotional, but they don't like to really kind of communicate that as well. They, along like Pisces, like kind of like to suffer in silence. They uh, kind of don't communicate things as easily as well, but they usually also come from a very good um, place. They're very family-oriented, home-oriented. They're very big on tradition and um, home life as well. Um, they kind of do want things their way. They also are very stubborn. Um, moving on to him being a what was his rising? Did you say it was Libra?
1: Rising, I think, was Taurus. Yeah, right. Taurus.
0: Taurus. <laughs> um, so Taurus is another earth sign. <laughs> so Taurus people are also very um, stubborn, but they also are very... Um, Taurus is feminine um, energy, but at the same time they kind of do have that assertiveness about them um they are very beautiful individual tourist men or trouble i always say this <laughs> whenever you find a Taurus man or has any tourist placement they have something about them that might carry um a lot of dark features whenever i tell people that they've come into contact with a Taurus man a lot of them a lot of tourist men cause a lot of trouble um these guys don't like to grow from um childhood experiences are really grow from trauma they like to kind of block things in the past and not really heal from them um another thing with people who are rising tourists as well or tourist men to be specific um (laughs) when it comes to opening them up you typically have to open them up out of arguments as well um when it comes to communicating they're very kind of hard to open Um, but they typically always want to do things and come from a good place they have a good heart at the same time but when it comes to opening them up you aren't going to have that necessarily time, but they're really good at wanting to open up for people and be empaths and heal others and be there for other people and be very nurturing. They have that nurturing um, energy about them as well. But when it comes to kind of getting them to open up, I would say good luck, <laughs> generally good luck. <laughs> like it's kind of like that meme where it's like the can, um, we're opening the lid, but there's another lid under that lid. That's kind of like a Taurus horizon. Always
1: speaks in me. Um, I'm sure she loves that. I
0: do love that. <laughs> um and then um being a moon sage moon sagittarius are very optimistic people so they're always willing to see the glass half full and no matter how dark of times or dark situations can be um, presented to them or in front of them um i'm kind of the same way well i'm a rising sag um and any people that have sag um placements are very optimistic they um can always see a new door in front of them they can always just look at the bigger picture and know that luck is on their side um, and that's one, like, talent and a gift that they have, is being very lucky. <laughs> um, moon Sages are very lucky. They often work through problems and their emotions very rationally and very practically. Um, they like to get the full piece of the puzzle um, before they make rash decisions. But they also are fire signs, so that is also 50-50. So they are they're also very rash or they're either rational. So it's either going to be split, like, oh, I hate you, like, leave, or okay, let's kind of just work this out and, like, talk about it and find some clarity. You're only going to get one or the other when it comes to some mintages, kind of like Aquariuses.
1: That's really <laughs> funny, because I know we wanted to talk to you about, like, which signs work well together, like, who should avoid each other, and it does sound like there's a lot more going on that you'd have to understand than just, like, that on a basic level but I think it's funny the way you said like I don't know and you can tell me if I'm wrong maybe because like I have cancer energy in inter- interacting with him he if we were to have an argument we argue super logically because I think if he were to like uh you know really freak out I would just cry we've been dating for like five years you know so we've it's been a while like lots of different conversations and everything but everything you described with him being super hardworking and everything else is super
0: accurate i really yeah because i can even like attest to that myself like that really just makes sense because i'm somebody i'm a virgo and i'm a cancer scorpio magnet those are the only people i attract in romantic relationships
1: Scorpios are my people
0: (laughs) that's your sister (laughs) sign they're a fellow water sign and whenever i would get into arguments with those signs it would always be the most like communicative like we hit every single point issue like very logical like arguments to where like if it was like with a fire sign or with an air sign where or like if I was arguing with a Gemini or a Sagittarius it would be like screw you there's the door like I don't even want to talk to you like just leave like I'm better on without your energy. But if it's one of those signs it's like I want to work this out with you, but you're pissing me off. And this is why blah, blah, blah. <laughs> right, And we just like kind of go through that. Um, those signs are earth and water signs are very mutable. Um, earth and water energy is very mutable. It kind of just reminds me of a beach. It kind of just mellows out each time. Those relationships are very good. Very long lasting. Um, air signs typically work with air signs and fire signs typically work with fire signs. <laughs> to me, it's just kind of like, um, uh, not cliche, but that's just how it really works at the same time. I mean, some fire signs and air signs um do get together if they do have other things being um, mutable, you know, in their chart. Coming with um, their moon or rising sign being with um, having earth energy or water placements as well. That's when most of those relationships tend to work out. But if you're someone that's it, like a double Gemini or like... A double Cancer, triple Scorpio, like you're probably end up finding, end up dating another water sign or an earth sign.
2: Well, our letter writer today is a Taurus, which I know we were talking about a little bit. Brian has a little bit of that in them. And they're having an issue with a Gemini, which I take offense to. Um, so the letter says Dear damsels, I'm a Taurus through and through. I'm extremely patient and try to approach almost every situation in a practical manner. In the past, I've always had trouble when it comes to relating to, and especially dating, Gemini's. Although it is fun at first, I find their spontaneity unnerving and their approach to life a bit chaotic. It even mentions in several articles that I've read that we are an extremely toxic match for each other. However, I've recently been seeing someone who is Gemini, and the twist is we've really been getting along. There have been a few times I felt a little unstable with some of their actions, but we seem to be able to communicate through them and come to a solution that is reasonable for both of us when any issue arises. It's been a few months, but I'm worried that something is going to blow up in the future because it just always seems to with Geminis. Rude. Should I throw in the towel now or see where this one heads? Sincerely, are we astrologically compatible? Well, we only know their sun signs. So do you think that that's like we need more information? I or can I can we-
0: still work with that. I could still okay. work with- yeah.
2: Well, what do we think? I don't know that I've ever dated a Taurus as a Gemini.
0: I've never dated a Taurus before or I mean I've like went on a couple dates with them, talked to some, you know, like had like little flings with them, but I've never anything that was long lasting. Um never dated or tried to date a Gemini man. It's like dating two people at once. Oh my god. <laughs> they really live up to the sign of like duality and like the twin energy. Um which is like also beautiful at the same time. But I don't know for her, I would say that the reason why um, you've probably read so much that uh, from news sources and um, articles and things like that, that you guys aren't a perfect match is because Taurus, you guys really love to find a practicality balance um stability you guys are very home oriented you love structure and routine um, gemini's are a very mutable air sign um, they're all about having fun um, kind of to go hand in hand with the sagittarius um, that is all about new adventures new ideas new like new things experiencing new things um, gemini's are kind of the same way they get bored very easy they don't like to be bound they don't like to be you know on a routine they don't like to do the typical everyday thing Um, And most Geminis that I know have, like, two very polar opposite, like, um, personalities. So the reason why, like, maybe she could be really bonding with one is because... um, maybe one side of the personality she's just really getting to love and the other side is just kind of like a really kind of just like refresher it's really refreshing and not only that not all gemini's are the same um you either come across the ones that are either crazy and just like love spontaneous things or you come across the ones that are very just like creative and you know um introverted and they love to just create things and hermit away and um their energy is just very complex but mentally and consciously and they're very just like um they give, give off like a very like sapiosexual energy. So they're not trying to, it's not that they're like sexually attracted to you or physically attracted to you. It's more like an intellectual thing. Um, they wanna get into your head, like that type of vibe. Um, Gemini's are very complex people. That's why they're one of my favorite signs. They get like shit on the most and hated on, but honestly, <laughs> um, they're very cool individuals. Like they're so complex, they're so amazing. I really feel like there could be a lot she learns from it, yeah.
2: Yeah, for sure. Like,
1: Chloe, you do have two sides where, like, one side, you're very businessy and Like, you get stuff done and you care about your success. And then the other side, you're super fun and, like, um, just warm and, like, ready to have a good time. It's, like, witty and funny.
2: You know, the one of the most Gemini things that I've ever said, actually, I said last night, because I'm working on this screenplay. And um, my friend was like, oh, like, what's your screenplay about? I was like, oh, it's about like two like female lead characters. They're both loosely based on me. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, that's such a Gemini thing to say. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But no, I think it kind of begs the question of like, it's just kind of the larger question of if you're kind of doing some research on your signs and this person that you're starting to see and you're kind of finding that it doesn't match up. I mean, like, should you throw in the towel early? Should you, you know, have you ever seen kind of two incompatible signs be able to get over that and have a good relationship?
0: Yeah, my parents were a Leo and a Scorpio, which are two polar opposites, water and fire, which never mix. Literally, it even physically in science doesn't mix. Um, One puts each other out over the other. And, I mean, they're still together. Some relationships, there's, like I said, two. Those are just your sun sign. Um, Your Venus is also the planet of how you love. And where that's placed in what house that's placed in. um, The houses rule over where your priorities are in that planet and in that sign. And if you guys have the same placements in that, you guys could really... Have a solid foundation when it comes to love and see eye to eye when it comes to traditions and monogamy and things like that no matter based off of what your sign is yeah your personalities are different but your traditions and your beliefs and um things like that you believe those or you guys might share the same spiritual beliefs if you guys have the same uranus or neptune or pluto um you guys have might have the same outlook on life or the same approach or perspective on how you view the world um those things really have like a big play especially when it comes out to how relationships are gonna play out in the future but at the end of the day too um i wouldn't let any of those things like um you know dictate anybody's decision as long as like when i do tarot readings as well when people are like oh i'm scared of what's coming into my future another thing too i like to tell everybody is that you are the creator of your future and of your reality um, manifesting is so real the law of attraction is real um, you're uh, you create like what you want in this world and what I'm basically just telling you is what energies are coming your way and how to necessarily deal with it and how to approach it um, and kind of just give you a heads up. So you're not just blindsided and just like, why did this bad thing just go of in my life and this is happening to me? But really, you know, the universe kind of does things for it to happen for us.
2: That was beautiful. I know. Thank you so much for coming on today, Hollow. You are absolutely incredible. Before you go, tell people where they can find you and where they can book you for any readings or anything that they want to do.
0: Um, My website will be up soon, um, but as for right now, you can find me on my socials, Instagram, um, TikTok, Twitter, Snapchat, all that good stuff. Hollow underscore Hollis.
2: Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you so much. We'll let you go. We know you have to, but this has been great
0: i know thank you guys so much for having me
2: such a fun conversation well i feel like i learned so much well if you guys want to hear more about astrology or tarot cards or anything write us your letters so we can figure out the best guests to answer these types of things for you
1: because we are always willing to take suggestions for whoever you guys want on or if there's topics that you want more of
2: exactly so until next
1: time